you do not have to prove anything to anyone. I'm going to say that again. You do not have to prove yourself to anyone. You are enough. You existing is enough. You living on this planet as a human being, it's enough. Welcome to the Flow Era, the podcast that helps ambitious women tap into their inner magic and harness feminine energy. I'm your host, Chica, and I want you to join me each week as I talk about leveling up our self-love, feeling empowered in dating, setting boundaries, and embracing our true feminine essence. I hope that together we can find more balance, joy, and community. So grab your journal, cozy up with some tea, and welcome to this safe space as you get into your flow era. Welcome back, ladies. I'm thrilled to connect with you all again for episode two. If you listened last week, you know we dove into my personal shift from hustling tech bro and my masculine energy to embracing my feminine energy. You even hear the softness when I shift from masculine to feminine, right? And we talked about how tuning into my body's wisdom healing my inner child, setting boundaries, helped me become who I was meant to be, a feminine goddess, not who others expected or praised me to be. It was definitely an emotional journey for sure. Now that we've started to lay that foundation, this week we're gonna talk all about receiving abundance, adoration, pleasure, and all the good things, ladies. And as ambitious women, many of us get stuck in push or prove energy. We're working hard to earn love and validation, and we can have trouble simply receiving without resistance. But the divine feminine is magnetic, fluid, and open to life blossoming through you. It's a yin receptive energy. Hear that, ladies, it's receptive. So in this episode, we'll explore why receiving fully feels so vulnerable. My own struggles and breakthroughs and tangible practices for becoming a blissful conduit of love. So get ready to unlock the gates and let it flow in. So lesson one. So in lesson one, I want to talk about how I struggle to receive help or affection without proving myself. And ladies, this is going to go back a little bit for me because I didn't realize I had such issues receiving until I started doing therapy. And it's interesting because in therapy, what I found out was that because I was the first child, or as in Nigerian or Igbo language, Ada, I had all this pressure, right? Because number one, I was basically a second mother to my younger sister. I was nine years older than her. And the other side of it was because I was comes from this immigrant family and as a first child I just felt like I had to be super perfect and I felt that the only way I was going to be able to receive love and and it's funny because I don't even think our parents realize they're doing this or at least you know a lot of Nigerian parents is that you know when they say things like oh good job or if you get an A you can do this or you know because you got these grades I I love you, you know, and all these things. And I didn't realize that it actually pushed me. And I started to mold myself as this person where 
well, if I don't get this or achieve this or hit this milestone that my mother or my father or people around me will not show me affection. And so I started to get into this habit of if I can't prove myself, then I'm not worthy of it. And, and it really got to the point where I started to overwork and I was constantly trying to earn validation, right? And that was the only way I was able to do that. And I think for me, that's why I felt like a perfectionist, right? I, you know, made sure I got above a 3.5 GPA in high school, did the same thing in college. I, I'll never forget the day I was graduating from college. And again, most people's eyes, it would just be like, well, this is amazing. This is great. You have your whole life ahead of you. Guess what my mom said? This is cute we're moving on to the next with the masters, right? And that is why instead of really probably taking time to explore what I wanted to do after college, I started, I went straight into Georgetown and got my masters. And then I remember the day I got my masters, my mom was like, okay, so are you ready to get your PhD? And so it was this, this constantly feeling of working and working, working. And that was the only way to earn validations. But ladies, in this lesson, I want you to hear that you do not have to prove anything to anyone. I'm going to say that again. You do not have to prove yourself to anyone. You are enough. You existing is enough. You living on this planet as a human being, it's enough. You don't have to prove yourself to anybody. And I, I feel that when you start to get that mind shift that I don't have to get A's, I don't have to work this job, I don't have to be a millionaire for people to show me love, show me affection, that wait, people who just love me can just give it to me freely without any strings attached? Yes, ladies, it's the truth, <laughs> right? And so I feel like that was one of the first lessons I had to learn. And to be honest, it's, it's still something I'm, I'm working through with my therapist, but I definitely feel that the acknowledgement and understanding that, and at least figuring out where it came from in my childhood, that's been really key for me. And speaking of childhood, this is my lesson too. So I had resistance to receive because interestingly enough, I was protecting my inner child. And so there was, I feel like, there was just a lot of, you know, criticism received growing up and it taught me love that had to be earned. And again, going back to point number one, right? And I, I don't know if this is just a Nigerian thing. I'm pretty sure a lot of immigrants, just different people can understand, but there was just this part of me that I was trying to protect as a young child and remember how I talked about an episode where I had to write to her and I feel that what I was actually trying to protect at least for me personally was that because my parents divorced as a nine-year-old child it's very it's very common as a child to feel like you're the reason that you are the reason why your parents divorce or you are the person that caused misharm right in their marriage and so I feel like there was just a lot of that criticism I had in myself and not giving myself grace. And the second part of that was that when I started to connect with my inner child, I started to realize that I wasn't, you know, why was I blaming myself for something that had nothing to do with me? Like literally my parents' divorce had nothing to do with me. Right. 
And I had to start to affirm my inner child's inherent worthiness, right? I had to start to let her know she's okay. And I'll talk about this from a different angle. So I had a client that, you know, we were talking about, you know, why she was feeling like she needed attention and love. And, you know, she just talked about not feeling pretty as a child. And a lot of people go through that. I mean, even me as, as a self, like I, I didn't feel like I was the most beautiful woman in the world, right. Or the most beautiful girl in the world. I, you know, you see your, your friends with all these dates and things like that. And you're starting to ask yourself what's wrong with me. And so you carry that childhood wound into your adult years. And there's a sense of, I need attention, you know, I need this love. Like the only way that I get love is from the outside, external validation. And so I feel like another key thing about this is affirming and letting your younger child, younger girl, let her know that you're worthy. You're worthy of love. You're a beautiful inside out. And I'm going to make sure in the show notes, I put together a meditation and I'm going to talk about something I'm going to do in the next episode to really work through this. So make sure you listen to the end because I'm going to talk about this, but it's really important that we affirm our inner child's worthiness, right? And then lesson three was simply allowing myself to receive. And it nourished me deeply. And again, it's just allowing, like it seems so, I don't know why this seems difficult. Why does it seem difficult just to allow yourself to simply receive, like just opening myself up to receive love, receive being nourished, receive support, receive affection, right? And, you know, I'll I'll never forget, it it could be just as simple as someone making you dinner, right? You, You had a long day, it's been crazy. I mean, I, it's, it's funny when I think about my husband and, you know, the times that really just make me feel warm, it's just, he gets, he brings, you know, he comes back from somewhere and he brings food without me asking. Right. And I'm, I was, I was deep, I'm doing work or studying or researching or doing something. And just simply that notion of just being open to that and just feeling the worth and feeling the gratitude. It's simple, but it's just simply allowing yourself to you know, receive and and even just opening up to get support. And and I know a lot of us, you know, we cringe asking for support. We, we find difficulty asking for guidance or needing help. But I want you to understand that when you allow yourself and you open yourself to receiving the game changes, it's, it's just a difference of how you see the world and how you see people. And you start to live a life where you're saying, Everything is open to me, right? Everything is here and convening for me to win. It's convening for me to be abundant. So that's the other lesson that I had to learn is just simply being open to receiving. And then the next lesson is receiving abundantly. And it's amplified through my feminine radiance, right? And so a couple of examples here that I want to talk about is allowing yourself to be pampered on dates and setting that as a standard. Ladies, we're not doing Netflix and chill and you, we could just go down the street or one thing that I definitely disagree with is any man telling you to meet you somewhere for your first, second, third, fourth, fifth date, right? That's down the road when we know we in it, right? But just allowing yourself to be pampered, right? And, and expecting that and knowing that you should be open to that, right? And making sure that you are 
flowing in that and that that is your standard, right? And I think when you set a specific standard, then that standard is going to be given back to you, received back to you. And then also the final lesson here is welcoming, receiving, and unlocking your self-worth, right? And I think an interesting story here I'm going to talk about is my specific proposal, right? And it actually dates back way before I met my husband. So I remember I was in Cape Town. This was like 2019, very single. Funny enough, I think I was in a situationship at the time, <laughs> right? So I was nowhere near my healed, flowing, soft sense. I was not there yet, ladies. Remember, it's a journey. And so I was in South Africa and I was in the beautiful city of Cape Town. And I'll never forget, we went on this trip we had to like go up this lighthouse. And as we went up the lighthouse, I remember there was a cliff and the cliff, it was sunset and there was just water, just beautiful ocean just down below. And I just, I just remember being real present, right? Because again, being present is the feminine and I was super present and I closed my eyes and I said, this is how I want to be proposed to. This, this, if I was to say my ideal proposal, it's like on this cliff, sunset, the ocean, you know, just right there. And that is, I don't know, something about that just, it spoke to me. It spoke to my spirit. So let me now connect this to my proposal many years later, right? And so I remember the day my husband proposed to me, and it was funny because we were knee deep in fundraising at the time because we run a company together. And I remember he was like rushing me to leave the house. And I was like, what is this? What is going on? Rushing me to leave the house. And so we get into the car with him and his uh, friend. And I remember we were like winding down these like roads. And I was like, slow down. I, I was actually scared. And funny enough, there was cliffs everywhere. And I just, and it's interesting because I turned to the, uh, his friend. And I said, you know, this is interesting. Like this place reminds me of Cape town with the cliffs and the ocean. And this was in Malibu. And I was like, this reminds me of South Africa. So we finally get to the beach and mind you, he's telling me that we're going to Nobu. Right. And that is what, that was a plan. So I was all dressed up, looking good, smelling good. So then he walks me to the beach and I remember I was just like, this is so beautiful, babe. And I saw the ocean. I was like, oh, this is so lovely. And then he walks me over to where the flowers are at. And I just remember being like, is this for me? So again, let me tie this into this lesson. Remember lesson five is about welcoming and receiving things and understanding what you're worth. So I remember looking at the flowers like, my first thought was, is this mine? And it was literally like the setting I had five years previously where I was in South Africa. So the sunset, the beach, the ocean, our song, it was, it was like he was in my head in 2019 and pulled it out and actually proposed to me to that way. And mind you, I did not tell him. This was something I kept for myself. And so I think, ladies, it's important to always remember that you're worth it. You're worth of love. You're worth of abundant love and you should welcome it. Right. And a couple of ways to get to this place of understanding that and really 
getting to the point of knowing that in your body is to start to journal, right? And I would start to journal beliefs you may have, like what are, what are these limiting beliefs of why I don't feel I'm worthy of something, right? And starting to write down that you see yourself as worthy, you're worthy of gifts, you're worthy of help, you're worthy of pleasure, you're worthy of love, right? And I'm going to definitely make sure that in my show notes, I will link to some journal prompts so that you really start to put that into yourself, right? Cause it's, it's, it has to, it has to feel it. You have to feel it in your body. It can't just be like, you're thinking it. Like, I know I'm worthy. Like everyone, no one's going to go around and say, I'm not worthy. <laughs> no one's going to do that, but people may not verbalize it, but they feel it. Right. So I want to make sure that we get to the point that we start to feel the worthiness. And when you start to feel the worthiness, you start to open yourself up. You start to open yourself up to receiving. And when you are in dating and even in relationships, right? Even in marriage, you will constantly be in a state of flow and you will be in a state of, I am worthy of receiving. I will always open myself to receiving. And it's not just about gifts. It's about love. It's about affection and feeling abundant. So ladies, that's a wrap for this week. I hope hearing my journey to become a blissful conduit of love gave you some insights and inspired your own receiving journey. Remember, you are worthy just as you are receiving abundance of joy, pleasure, and support from this magical universe. So you need to open up for that. Now for a special treat next week, I will be bringing you an affirmation packed episode to awaken your inner goddess. When I first started embracing my feminine essence, affirmations were so powerful for overriding my limiting beliefs and nurturing self-love. So I can't wait to share some of my favorites and you're going to be in for an amazing treat, ladies. And another thing I want to keep and note here is that every other episode, I will be sharing affirmations because like I said before, this was super instrumental to my feminine journey. And if you're enjoying the flow era so far, I would be so grateful if you left a review and shared with any lady who needs to hear this message and stay tuned for giveaways. And of course, in my show notes, I will add my feminine energy checklist. Again, you'll be able to get it in my show notes. So until next week, remember your radiance. When you have any doubts, come back to your flow. And that concludes another episode of The Flow Era. I hope our time together left you feeling inspired and ready to tune into your own wisdom. If you're enjoying our conversations, I'd be so grateful if you left a review and shared this podcast. I want to keep building this encouraging community where ambitious women can fully embrace their femininity. I look forward to diving deeper into self-discovery together. But for now, treat yourself with some self-care and do what makes your heart sing. This is your sister Chica signing off, sending you all abundance and joy on your feminine flow journey. Talk soon.